One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's been nice because, um, like we said, the, um, the calm thing and everything else. But your day to day, do you find yourself? Um, ah, this was this was sorry. This was uh, on that. Um, this was something that really interested me. Actually, uh, you know, I was saying about uh, I watched that uh, interview thing you did uh, with. It was there was like an hour thing on YouTube, and you were with I think another musician. Oh, and then another guy with uh, oh that sweet sweet man uh, Shlomo. Uh, the 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 um, so uh, uh, the 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 amazing. He's like a Jewish hip uh, hop beatbox guy, um, and uh, and it, uh, what was it? Disraeli. He was was was, was with Disraeli. Yeah, oh, that's cool. it. That definitely rings a bell. I don't know who he is, but that mm. definitely rings a bell. Um, yeah, Shlomo. He's called Shlomo. Just having a really like. Uh, honest conversation like this, really, just with very less swearing. <laughs> and, uh, yes, no, that's but, right. And that, now that happened because he had a PTSD thing, uh, and okay. he found that by talking about it, you know, on social media yeah. and stuff like that, that and, and dealing with it in the way that you are and we are, yeah, uh, he really, really helped him. And nice. you know, he has this whole his whole thing is social media saved my life. Wow. You know, because there's so many stories about social media being terrible and for your mental health, and yeah. and and in and in many ways it is, and for yeah. some people it can be an absolute killer. But for him, uh, and 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 I think for me, I think it, if you know if used positively, social media can be a really positive, life affirming, and wonderful thing. Yeah, for awareness kind of what you alone. Put, what you, it's what value you put on things. I think you get out what you put in. Yeah, yeah. you know that's like I I I I I had this whole this thing with social media, which was to just when I first started on it, I was really negative and I was using it to vent mm. and, 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 and I could see it was oh, winding people up. <laughs> and I, and, and now I, I just, before I say anything, I just think is, am I being positive? And I almost, almost always am. Mm. But you know, if, if I find myself going, Oh, hang on, I'm, I no, I'm not going to slag. I, I find myself wanting to slag this government or slag this or slag that or slag Facebook or whatever. But I, I just, you know, I, I don't want to engage with negativity mm. 
um, particularly because I uh, I got ME last October, yeah, and and that and I I could feel that cortisol, the stress hormone, really hurt me, really hurt me, and and negativity is a form of stress, you know, and being negative on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever, it's a form of stress. You put something out there that's negative, you have this negative feedback, you, you know, you might feel sort of anxious about it. And those feelings of anxiety really hurt me. I could feel them really hurting me. And so yeah. I, uh, I really disengage with negativity and, and, and anyone who follows me will, I'm sure have noticed that I, I only post positive stuff now. I feed positivity into the ether. I feed positivity into the social media, into the hate cloud that is Facebook and uh, to some extent Twitter and, and, and uh, you know, and, and I try to keep it real with Instagram, you know. Do you uh, find like how sometimes you write something out and it feels like the most normal thing to say and write and as soon as you see it written out in text, you're like, hang on a minute i'm actually going to delete that and not do you, do you ever find <laughs> yeah. yourself thinking no, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm real, real back on that and it's kind of like a therapy almost to actually see something from the mind in in real plain sight and i've i've made the mistake of actually posting a couple of things quite recently and i've had a bit of backlash for it and um it's a it was a real awakening of you know i really need to just as i write something don't push send straight away just sort of read it back and think to yourself do you this you are putting this energy back into the world mm. do you really want someone to kind of like well how how would you respond to this and you think oh actually no i'm not gonna i'm gonna delete that and not write it with doing with doing the podcast really is that like we've kind of um you know it's where we've kind of reached a few people. I mean, even down to you coming on, is we've tried to be positive. And I think if you put that positivity out there, good things happen. Absolutely. You know, like if you're, if you're, firstly, you have to be bold and put yourself out there. But if you're actually, if your intentions are good and you're trying to do a nice thing and, um, you know, and you're being positive with it, then good things happen. Mm. You know, like, you know, I met you, you like my drawing. That's, loved your drawing <laughs> but you know what i mean like that's that's a good thing like i've got something to go away and feel good about so like if you don't put yourself out there and you're not you don't make the effort and you don't try and be positive like when i see i don't think you have to be going around going, oh no 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 everything's brilliant it's not really about that mm -hmm. it's not about this kind of oh no let's just pretend everything's good it's just it's more about just um just not dwelling on the shit yeah, you know, not dwelling on the bad things and not feeding into those bad things. I think, you know, like other people will say bad things. You know, someone's in a bad conversation at work, you could get involved in the bitching. But rather than that, you just go, "Why are you bothered?" Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like, I, I, I ended up really reeling myself in with Facebook. I have mm. two. I have a personal Facebook, which is only friends, and then I have a public Facebook, and I. And I just said to myself, I am not going to post anything negative on Facebook as an experiment. And 
and I hardly ever post anything on Facebook <laughs> yeah. because it's so toxic. And it's, you know, and yeah, I noticed on the rare times that I go on there, it's like all my mates just going, oh God, Brexit this or the fucking government that, or, yeah. you know, isn't it terrible this or isn't it horrible being a musician now or what isn't it terrible being a dad or whatever. Like it's just always, it's, 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 all, it's nine times out of 10, every post is just somebody venting or sort of being negative and stuff. And, and I just, it, it's like, uh, the old adage, if you've got nothing, nothing nice to say, then don't say My, my relationship yeah. with social media completely... My my, uh, my wife had cancer a few years ago. Everyone who listens will know. Um, and when she got when she got cancer, obviously the world collapses in. Um, and I just... Like social media, I just went... I just stopped following virtually everyone. All I followed was... Nick McCabe from the Verve because he's a hero. Oh, Nick. <laughs> guitars, guitars, guitars. <laughs> uh, and then a, and, uh, a few friends. Yeah. But only a few. Yeah. You know, people who who were either so, you know, caught up in their own shit, they weren't interested in mine. But what happened, it was like, why, why aren't my friends getting in touch? But also, your life's good. You know, like, you're going on holiday uh, and I am in hell, you know, like, so yeah, I just you... couldn't cope with all everyone else going, oh, I'm having a lovely time, la, 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 we're going on holiday. I'm like, well, we're not going on holiday this year. Yes. And, and basically, I never really dipped back in. Mm. Never really have. Yeah, well, if it's, you know, if it's if it's largely negative, and Facebook is largely negative for me, then then disengaging with it to some degree is disengaging with negative negativity to a large degree. And you find that your mental health will soar, you know, comparatively, as a result, and 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 I and I feel as though you know my mental health, my mental health has been much better since yeah. I've since I've just been much more uh, kind of unilateral about yeah. about it's totally Facebook. True though. It's totally true. Uh, like my therapist Peter was like, you've got to think about what you feed into your head. You've yeah. got to think about yeah. what you put in your brain. If you're putting crap into your brain and like negative shit and stuff that makes you feel bad about yourself, then you're going to feel bad about yeah. yourself. You put shit into your body, you're going to feel bad. Yeah. You know, you eat at McDonald's, you're not going to feel great. No. And, and it's the same. If you put some shitty thing about how crap everything is at the moment everyone's that's racist why I don't, and everyone's I don't watch twat. the news I don't like, I've <laughs> no, never no. really watched the news I'm like I've got enough shit to deal with mm. <laughs> I really don't need to worry yeah, about yeah, yeah. it's just you know try just try being positive it's, this... it's a real choice there, when I was really badly depressed I, this guy Longy this brilliant oh, musician Longy from South Longy yeah yeah he yeah. is he should do this yes. you should get him to do this do you know what absolutely he, he's an absolute hero of mental amazing. health amazing really yeah, I, yeah, um, I sent a message out about um, just um, subscribing and sharing stuff like I did a bit of blanket message yeah, he guess, actually messaged back so, oh did he yeah. most people don't answer messages do they yeah he messaged Longy back. is a bloody little legend and mm. he he sent me he was in, like I said, I opened, when I was really down, I opened up to a lot of people, even people I don't really know. I don't really know long. I mean, I, I know him enough to kiss him and hug him. And I've met him a few times and been to his gigs and stuff. But, you know, yeah. he's not, not one of my bosom buddies or anything. That's another ADHD marker is that you have lots and lots and lots of friends because yeah. you, you have, you know, you, you're, you're very sort of open. But anyway, I was open with him. And one of the things that, that you get about being open is that people are then open with you. And he he just mm. said, oh, you know what? I, I've been through this too. And when I was really down, this guy really helped me. And he sent me this like Indian Swami kind of guy that just, uh, I and he, and he was just talking about, and I don't want to sound trite or, or tri- trivial, but he was, he was basically saying depression is a choice. Now I, I, 
I absolutely accept that for lots of people it isn't. And that if you are really, really ill and you're clinically depressed, then it isn't a choice for you. But on a day-to-day, even for those people like yourself who suffers terribly from it in yeah, a clinical no, way, on a day-to-day basis, you have a choice, like a black and white choice of like, this this thing is happening and it's potentially going to make me depressed, but I could choose to not be depressed about it. I could choose to look at it positively. I could choose to spin it into a positive thing. Or even surround gl- yourself by the, positive people. Yeah. Maybe. Yes, absolutely. Don't engage with negativity. Surround yourself with, with positivity and Music. try to see the glass as half full. Look at life like somebody like me looks at it. Like when, some, when, when, when something awful happens, Keith died. Keith killed himself. But within 48 hours, he saved a life. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and he's going to save loads and more. That's that and he saved thing. loads of lives before just yeah. through his music and through his be, being inspiring. And so that's the just look at it. Look, yeah. Look that's, at it. Things positively. With me. Don't, don't be like, I, I, I could have, if I was a manic depressive, I just would have gone into a total hole about Keith. Yeah. And then I might have gone down the same, you know, but the same road. But I, I know that I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill myself because I, I, I feel. Like I've got a, I've got a real handle on things now, and I, I, I have these mechanisms like meditation, like the Wim Hof method that that's I do it. every. That, that's every, what I wanted every. to. I really wanted to get onto that oh, at yeah. some point. So I, yeah, I'm, I get quite evangelical about it because it's really changed routine. my life. And so yeah, my so my routine every every morning is. That, I will just point out I've been to Eddie's bathroom and the the shower lends itself to exactly what you were saying. It's an amazing. <laughs> thank bath, you. Shower, oh, thank thing. you. Yeah, I just had this had this thing put in. It's been a labour of love, a Japanese bathroom. But I anyway. like the picture as well, the rabbits. It's the famous picture of that breaking wave with yeah, Mount Fuji in the background, that yeah. Japanese picture. I wanted everything in that room to be Japanese because yeah. the Japanese do bathing. But that was a really else. good twist and, on it. And and all of the all of the foam of that wave is little bunny rabbits. Yeah. And I have to do, do a shout out to Aid from Soho Radio and Soho Radio Studios. Uh, where I saw that poster for the first time and it really stuck with me and I thought it would so yeah so my routine and I and, and I can't recommend this enough and it's changed my life in the morning I get up the first thing I do is meditate for 20 minutes so I've got meditation number one out of the way before anything happens and then I do my Wim Hof stuff which is it's a type of yoga uh, but it's to do with breathing so I basically take 40 really deep breaths and then I do some exercises with nothing in my lungs. I let the last breath go. And, and I do that three times. So, I'll, so if you do that three times, 40 breaths, let the last one go. And then, and then time, you can, you can t- I used to be obsessed by the amount of time that I could, could not breathe. When, yeah, when I first started, I became obsessed with the timing of wow. it. Yeah. And I got to three minutes and 40 seconds with my scarred lungs. And I have had uh, uh, bilateral pneumonia twice. Three minutes and forty seconds of not breathing. Yeah, three Fucking minutes. So three minutes and forty seconds, and this is not holding your breath because there's no breath to hold on to. Three minutes and forty seconds of not breathing. So of breathing out your in, last breath. Yeah, breathing out then... your last breath and then not breathing in. 
wow. for three minutes and 40 seconds. Wim can do minute, many, many minutes, seven minutes or something ridiculous. Wow. And you've got these free divers that can do way more. Oh, yeah, but the course, thing is, yeah. so all you're doing is you're super oxenergizing your body and you're making your body, body alkaline. And if you make your body alkaline, then things, it's very hard to be ill when you're alkaline. And, you know, can, things like cancer have a real hard time with alkaline bodies. Yeah, I've heard about that. And so you're, you're doing yourself loads of, loads of good. I mean, oxygen, lots and lots of oxygen is fantastic for you. We know this. And the thing is, Wim Hof is one of the, he's the only snake oil salesman out there. And that's a totally wrong way to describe it. He, people, when he first appeared, Vice TV thought he might be a, a snake oil salesman. Mm. They went out to take him out. And I've met the director, lovely guy. Is that Shay? Oh, no. I forget his name, but I've got his. Oh, I, 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 so I met him. Oh, I can't even tell you when I met him because it's a secret. But I, I, I um, he, he went out there to 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 take Wim out, and he ended up and him and the crew on a Polish mountain in his pants. Everybody were in their pants in like sub-zero raging with snow yeah. and they were all absolutely fine and they all felt absolutely they all felt brilliant. Wow. So so yeah, I I. I it's been scientifically green lighted, totally. It's been studied and green lighted. It releases dopamine, huge amount of dopamine, which would be really interesting for you, Chris, because you're taking yeah. drugs to make your body have dopamine and so yeah. that you're less depressed. Imagine if you did something which gave you a Keith Richards private stash of cocaine oh, amount yeah, of dopamine yeah. in your bloodstream every single day. So, this is what I do I do this breathing. It releases a huge amount of dopamine and epinephrine, which is a type of adrenaline from your adrenal gland into your body, triggers your caveman response. Your it boosts your immunity. Then I, I so I do these. I do this breath, these, the breathing. I do I, I do the breathing. I do exercise. I do the breathing again. Do I do uh, sit ups? I do another forty breaths, and then I do leg raises, and then I go and have my shower, and I make my shower go cold within a few seconds. I get into a warm shower, I lather up, and then I turn that shower cold for about 90 seconds. And it's been proven that, there, uh, that a physiological change happens in your body after about a month of doing this, doing the cold shower thing. And what happens is that every pipe in your body, every vessel and capillary dilates slightly. So, you, so your heart has less stress you're, you're physically less stress in, yeah. your, in, in your body because your heart has to work less hard to pump the blood around your, your mm. body. Uh, you also get control of, this is the key thing, you get control over your autonomic nervous system. So you can make your own heartbeat go slower. You can, you can really mm. visualize and think about things that are ailing you and get rid of them in a mind over matter way. Wow. It's, it's triggering your caveman immune response and also colds and flu you can kiss them goodbye because you're yeah. only going to get one maybe every, every two years or something. You'll you get it. So how do you do the breathing then? It's just literally just... just do it. It's like that game when you were at school or whatever and you hyperventilated yeah. to make yourself pass out. Yeah. It's it, well, you're, you're, do that you're doing that. You, you, ah, right, yes. You, yeah, we've, we've all been there. So you, you, you're basically doing your chain breathing. You're breathing in really hard and you're letting it go relaxed and you're breathing back in on just before you finished exhaling so you're building up a a credit of oxygen and you end up with every cell in your body being super oxenergized the mitochondria 
in your, within your cells are holding on to oxygen. And if you've got that much oxygen in, you've pushed past that feeling of being really super high and you, you, your, your whole body's buzzing, oh, literally good, buzzing. It? It's great. And, and, and when you're really buzzing full of oxygen, you don't need to breathe. No. And I know that because I spent three minutes and 40 seconds That's not breathing, amazing. which is phenomenal, isn't That's it? And so I've got shitty so cool. lungs. You've got like twice your lungs are probably twice the size of mine. Yeah, you, you, so. you could you could do better. Wow. You could do better. So that's my I'm routine. I'm totally going to give that a go. Me too. You, yeah, really it give doesn't cost any money. Yeah, you can, you yeah, can exactly. download his app for free. You can look at all oh, his tutorials on YouTube. Yeah, there's an Iceman app that you could download for nothing. I... I when it, I mean, I was old school. It cost, I think, two ninety nine when I when I because it was he was just starting to get monetized by his son Enam, who is his who is I've his manager. Him, I watched, but it's all free I've now. I've watched a few bits. I watched the Vice thing, and I watched um, him on Russell Brand's show. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm totally intrigued. And then I saw the bit when you said about it. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it's kind of like, ooh. Yeah, anything like that. Those Maybe little kind of tips in and there. tricks are just incredible, and they that's like next level. Yeah. So, so I'm so I saw Wim after the Wim, yeah. after the uh, the Russell Brand thing. He came onto Chris Evans' show, and Chris asked me to come on his show to be a kind of an advocate and a a human guinea pig type yeah. person to, to, to talk about it. And yeah. then we had this lovely triangular conversation between myself, Wim, Chris, and this lovely guy who swam around the whole of the UK. Can't remember his name. Lovely guy. And uh, and we were just talking about wellness and about you know about how how something like the Wim Hof method and meditation is so good for your mental health because if you if you're triggering dopamine, I mean if you're if you're doing dopamine by by taking cocaine for example, that's it's, it's completely non-sustainable. It's going to fuck you up terribly. Um, but if you're doing it with your own breath, yeah. there's nothing bad about that. It's pretty magic, you're, you're, you, yeah. you are so, having that level of dopamine into your blood. And when you've got that amount of dopamine, it is impossible. And I know this for a fact. It is impossible to be depressed. Wim, I don't know whether you know the full story about Wim Hof, but no. the, the, his wife and mother of his, I think, four children and love of his life had multiple personality disorder. She had a mental health problem that dwarfs all of ours put together. And one of her, I think, 11 personalities told her to kill herself, and she did. So Wim went through the mother of his children and love of his life killing herself. And rather than killing himself, rather than being depressed, he started doing going into himself. He did yoga. He discovered this breathing technique. And when you have that much dopamine, Wim is really like... You know, he, he, quite, Wim goes, and I absolutely do not agree with this, but this is so Wim. He goes, fuck therapy. Fuck therapy, man. You don't need it. You know, you just can just do this. And it, like, I know what he's saying and I yeah. get it. I, 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 therapy is incredibly important for, for many people and it would be really important for you, Brad. And yep. don't let what Wim says get under your skin there because it would be, it, it, it will, you know, take you to the next level. And I can't wait for you to talk to a professional and really sort of work through your your PTSD demons but the point he was trying to make was that when you've got that amount of dopamine in your blood it's impossible to be depressed yeah so for you then uh, since th did you do it start doing it after that interview with him no I started doing it uh about oh, when did I start doing it three years ago uh I was sliding into a depression as another depression i'd been in a very bad one in 2013 and uh i was sliding into uh, uh another one and i and I, I could feel myself going down and uh 
I was like, I was starting to drink too much and I was, I, I was smoking, which I don't normally do. And, and I was like, like smoking quite a lot of weed and stuff like that. And, and things that like the bad, you know, when you're smoking weed is terrible for you. You smoke with tobacco. Um, and I, and I could feel myself really sliding physically and mentally. And I started doing so self-destruction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Instant hits of happiness, though. Yeah, you yeah. Kind of reach yeah, out. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. Little... it's like, oh, right. Even though I smoke, I think I only smoke fat because I'm, I'm, it's almost like I haven't got the balls to kill myself. But just on a, touching on something you said earlier about that, you know, you said you don't feel suicidal. Yeah, it's because of that. I think. And I, but it's funnily enough, like, you said that, and then I kind of realised that I don't think I do anymore. I haven't felt suicidal since we've been doing this, really. Wow. I've well, never... which comes back to your point, Brad, that this is therapy. Mm. Do you think that is, the, do you think, uh, do you, you know, do you think that might be it? Because you are having this catharsis all the time, a combination yeah, of your drawing. Also, and... it's, it's added uh, another uh, more richness to my life. Yeah. Something to get excited about, something that feels bigger than me. Something to look forward to yeah. as well. That's very yeah. important. It's something always good separate to have something to from, from yeah, of course. Something that's for for me that's kind of separate from my responsibilities as dad and you know man of house. Mm. It's kind of separate, mm. but it's also like it's exciting, and you need all those things. Mm. Um, but yeah, you said that, and I, I didn't want to lose that. It's just you said that, and I'm like. Fucking hell, I don't I can't remember the last time I felt suicidal. I used to feel I, I, I felt suicidal um like every day. You know, every day. Hmm. Like all what, day. Every day of your life. Pretty, well, ever since I can really remember. Wow. Wow. Well, I've spoken about before about I think it's like I can remember 10. being really little and a little bit kind of Star Warsy and carefree. But I can't really like, that seems so vague. Hmm. So I've had spells when I've been a bit better, but sorry. So, so since you've been doing that, then have you just you've not really had depression? Well, no. I mean, I I, I could feel like I say I could feel myself sliding in into a depression. I was interacting with uh, an extremely uh, depressed and drug addicted person at the time, and and I and I it was you know as these things can do, and you know this you know when you really sort of focusing on someone else you you can uh you you lose you you lose sight of yourself totally and yeah. you 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 your your own health can slide because you're it's so like uh, preoccupied with other people like an identity and, yeah and that, and that and that's what happened to me uh, uh for, for for a second time in my life and I, I could feel myself really really sliding and i started doing the wim hof method and like because every day i was buzzing and every day i was like that i remember the first time that i had a, sh- a cold shower after doing the breathing, I started laughing, Amazing. like almost maniacally. Like I just, I burst into laughter. Wow. In the, and this is like at eight o'clock in the morning, yeah, yeah. you know, like this is not a laughy time. No. But, my, but, my friend George uh, uh, swears by a cold shower. And yeah, Pip actually it, mentioned it, to me it, about cold It is showers. absolutely, totally medically, scientifically green-lighted that cold showers are good for you for the reason that I said, the reasons that I said, yeah. the you know the physiological change that happened but, but it, the, i mean i i've researched so much into this and i i happen to know that the school the european school that has the uh the lowest what's it called not truancy uh when you people don't turn up for school 
no, well, yeah, not not that, but the uh, like just you know, people being ill, right. attendance, exactly. Oh, right, so, right, yeah. so the, the school, the European school that has the highest attendance, yeah. fact in Europe, is a school in Siberia, and it wow. is. And what they do is that every day the kids come out with in their pants, they take their clothes off and and fold them up, and then they all come out for playtime with a bucket of water. And they all come out into the snow and they put the water on themselves and they play in the snow for five or ten minutes. And then they all go back in, have a cup of hot tea, put their clothes back on. And that school, hardly anybody is ever ill in that school. incredible. I love that. Because we did, uh, when Brad and I met, uh, was like, Jumping into frozen lakes. It was brilliant. You do wild water swimming. Yeah, yeah. that's excellent. Uh, that's fantastic. I'd ne- we for were you. wearing, like, I, I'd never done it before. My mate was like, he'd been going on about it. And I was like, I was feeling it like I was at an impasse, and I, I felt like I need to do something just to fucking kick myself up the arse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll do it. And mm. I went, oh, yeah, I'm up for it. Bought like a cheap, shitty, Cornwall. Uh, wetsuit yeah I was like right let's do it and I just jumped in and I, it, I did feel, like I did have a moment afterwards when I was like I really can't feel my feet like, <laughs> the thing I, is it really it might was, be a problem it was dangerous because we normally go well, about like October minutes. September time that it, was January was snowing, or February it? yeah it snow, it was snow on the road up in the hills it was it wasn't right I didn't even get in that yeah it year. was it was really cold that was really cold but I did feel like, you know like you afterwards you feel like you're alive oh totally. yeah 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 so okay so next time you do that take 40 breaths before you go in and it will be a completely different experience wow. totally different experience because I, I i've experimented with this uh so just down the road from where we are now is uh, brockwell lido yeah and you know most places have a you know sizable places have a lido so this is something that anyone can do you don't have to go out into the wild don't water have and do that. Is there no sure there, there must be, be. There used to be south end lido but it's close well okay but but uh, well, uh, well, I mean, wild water even better because yeah. I think that's, there's something there's something more awesome, more awesome, obviously, about being in Definitely. nature. But um, so I went uh, cold water swimming with all of the you know so called nutters that do it uh, you know between six and, and nine every morning in yeah. Rockwell Lido, and uh, the water temperature was I think seven degrees or something like that uh, in, in January, and um, and it's cold. Like mm. I and I I put my feet in, and it, and I was like fuck. That yeah. actually hurt. It does. It hurt. actually <laughs> it really hurt. Yeah. It's like putting it in flame. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, fucking, I can't do that. I wonder whether this will work. And so I, I did the breathing, and then I put my feet in. No problem at all. Really? No way. Because here's the thing. This is another thing that's been uh, scientifically verified. When you breathe to that extent, it lowers your pain receptors down to about 15, 20%, 10, wow. 10 to 20%. Which is why, when you have a baby, what do they say to you? Breathe, yeah. breathe, breathe, of breathe. Of course, yeah. It's because they've known this for thousands of years. Oh it my takes pain God. away. It's funny. Your, your, pain receptors, are, your I, pain receptors I, I, go down. I kind of concentrate on my breathing. Like when I've had tattoos and, uh, and various painful things in hospitals, like I tend to go, hmm. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And you I breathe. start concentrating so, yeah. on breathing because it separates you somehow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm totally going to give that a go. 100%. Yeah, let me, I'm going to get involved. Do it, with that. and then let me know how you go. Yeah, I will. That's so cool. Because you just think, because I, I, I tell you, what happens was through my kind of 
having like quite a you know big meltdown last year, mm. and uh, if I got nothing from the meditation, but it did open my eyes to um, being like a, a lifelong quite staunch angry atheist mm. um, that there's more to it. Mm. You know, when I said I had those moments when yeah. I felt like I was one with the ocean almost. Mm. And and it totally changed my perspective on things. Mm. Just down to, you know, like, be more positive. Uh, you know, just try not to bring so much negativity in. But part of, like, we are one with nature, you know, all the kind of stuff that I used to be really, really kind of sceptical and angry about, like, that's hippie bollocks. Mm. You know, it, it started to think hold on, there's something in it. And then you start looking into it, but you're like, oh, no, I don't want to pay. It doesn't have to be such no, a big, it? it doesn't have to be like a big thing, a big no, decision. No, no, it's, but it could be like these little mindset. like tips and tricks. But the, the other thing, the other thing, the, the other really big thing that you said that I really don't want to get lost is um, you can choose, you have a choice. Yeah, here. It's, a, it's a choice. And I, I totally, totally agree. That's the one thing, and I say, since then, I've been so much better, and that is one of the big things my therapist, Peter, said, was that, um, you know, your brain is going to tell you all this, but you don't have to listen. You have a choice here. You can choose, like he says, you can choose to be happy. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have it's to not be sad. That's yeah. straight, yeah, yeah. You sit in the emotion. Yeah, like one one mustn't just be a you know smiley happy like yeah. like all the time. Like like I keep saying, life, the universe, everything has to be in balance. And sometimes you have to be sad. Sometimes it's good to go through pain, to feel terrible, and all that sort of stuff. But not all the time. And some there are there are many decisions that you come through in your in your in your day, professionally, romantically, whatever, with with your life as 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 parents, as humans, where these things will 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 come at you, and you just can make a choice. To look at it positively. So this was the other bit I was going to come to, and you pretty much nailed what I was going to say, was um, you can choose how to think about it. That's it. He says. He said to me, you, you can do, you've got, uh, you can control two things in your life. You can control what you do and what you think. Everything else is fucking, uh, oh, I can't try and think of the song, but uh, everything else is like, it's totally out of your control. You could do nothing about it. So worrying about it is really silly. Yeah. So all you can do is choose how you think about these things. You can choose to make, uh, what's the word, um, a hell of heaven or a heaven of hell. Mm. That's Dante, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you can, and someone said that a very, very long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's like, it's timeless wisdom. It's like, you, you can choose how you, Everything's going to happen. Bad things will happen. But you can choose how you're going to think and feel about it, essentially. You know, that's where the choice is, how you think about it. Absolutely. And I, I think that's really powerful. You know, it's real simple things. You know, just there's proper meat and potatoes kind of mm. philosophy there. But it's, yeah, like, but, it's totally true. Well, and there's... It's not there, always easy. You, no, of course there isn't, but, but it isn't. But the, there's there's a real interesting science to positivity, which... There are so many tests being done in in, in in this area now. And you've heard of smiling yoga or yeah. smile therapy or uh, all that sort of stuff. Well, so they now know that positivity, that smiling and being positive, 
sends biochemical signals to your body to perform better, to heal itself. There is a documented case, at least a case, yeah. of this guy that beat cancer. And I am absolutely not kidding. Yeah, here. Peter he said he beat exactly it the same by to me. smiling. Wow. That's all he did. And 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 it, and it gives it is, you a physiological if, if you are if you are positive, then positive things happen. Good things happen. I am running a good news story tomorrow about uh, a hospital in Norway that is uh, that has w wood cabins instead of rooms. Wow! So you can go into the forest and it's wheelchair accessible. Oh my god! That's and you incredible. And, and people heal way faster. Yeah, of course. And children. Like can play by the fire pit or go fishing wow. and draw and and be in the forest. And here's another thing: hospitals I, are so yeah, yeah, negative, yeah. aren't yeah, they? Exactly. A hospital like, like, is a sterile, yeah. whitewashed, strip lit environment. There's another story I, I ran earlier on this week, just 48 hours ago, about an award-winning hospital in Singapore that was given the architect was given a brief: build me a hospital which will lower people's blood pressure. And they went, oh. we're going to do that with plants. And they've got 700 species of trees and plants and a big garden on the roof with oh. a thousand different kinds of like, you know, herbs and, yeah, yeah, and fruit sense, and vegetables, it? all these kind of things. And, um, and they, they grow, they, they, it's powered by volunteers and they grow food for the people in the hospital. Wow. And they're finding that it's so nice to be there that students from all around are just going there just to hang out wow. and just to work. So cool. And it's just, there's trees everywhere. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. And in that, the, that kind of the, the, environment, because everyone's kind of there having a nice time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. There's, 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 there's more research about uh, people who, are, who live in or near places that have a lot of tree cover. Uh, have a like a, a third higher life expectancy. They have like a forty percent better mental health and physical health between thirty and forty percent better in mental health and in physical health. And people talk about you know mental health and physical health as two different things. There will come a day when people will just say health yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know it. I know it. Yeah. Your mental health is the same as your physical health. It is all linked. Mm. And you know, if you if you hang around in a, all these, these tree huggy things that used to wind you up, there is an absolute science to it. You know, the Japanese call it forest bathing, mm -hmm. and that's why I wanted to have a forest in a, a picture of a forest yeah, in my bathroom. I wanted yeah. to have a really like a really relaxing space because there's obviously I'm, we live in the middle of London. There's not enough wood and forest here, you know, for, 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 for me to get the full benefits that people who live in forested areas so get. Oxygen, like the higher levels of oxygen from the trees. That will help. That'll help. I think it's, it, I, I think it's, it's not just that. Though, it's, it? it's a tree is an incredible organism. It is, it is a living, breathing thing. And they communicate with each other. We totally. know that. Yeah. They have root systems. Yeah. There, there is a, you know, vegans, your call. Cool. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, trees talk to each other. Like, I'm not being a tree-hugging hippie here. This is a science. Yeah, no, they I, respond I, to I, sound. Fact. They respond to music and, and plants. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you hang around in in nature, you go wild swimming, or you go for a park or whatever. Another bit of research, which I, I, I know all this research because I do, again, feeding positivity into the ether. I do a good news feature on my Virgin Radio show yeah. every day. So for, for, for the, it's a three hour show. For the hours two and three, I do a news bulletin 
and it's a real it's real news but i just put out stuff like this yeah like you know i i know that that people that live in places that have lots of of of, of trees are have better mental health and better, better physical health it's been studied you know they looked at you know 150,000 people studied them over years and they 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 know these facts you know people who it, it's quantified you need if you get 20 minutes a day of park or you know going for a walk Next somewhere yeah, or something yeah. in the nature, about, your physical um, health will be better just, your mental health will be better this is why people with dogs have tend to have better mental oh, health yeah and that was um, yeah. that's i that's part of the reason i've got a dog you're forced to just go to out. Get out. Yeah, 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 it's a great way. It's a fantastic way to get out there, to meet people, to to uh, like you. You get unconditional love. So, yeah. you, it's it's you. You're in the yeah, awesomeness of nature. There are so many beneficial things about that. And I talked to Kate, Depp Blesser, Lawler about this, and, and I said, "What do you think is is the relationship between your dogs and mental health?" And she said, "Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, my mental health is way better since I got." dog Super. my dog makes me really happy you know like you come through the door and, and it, she gets excited about everyone else my dog is it's like a black cockapoo no oh. she's we got her because my wife has asthma and my daughter has eczema so like they don't get all it doesn't they don't they're hypergenic and i'm like yeah i think I'm not manly enough. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm really not manly. I think I need a dog that's slightly more manly than a cockapoo. But then, you know, my wife, I'd do anything for her. So we had the dog that she wanted. I was just happy we were getting a dog. Mm. Is your wife okay, by the way? You mentioned that she... she yeah, had, yeah, you know, yeah, no. Uh, oh, it took years. Um, but um, over the last year, she's uh, we've really kind of punched through the other side, really. So much, much better. She's, she's in, like... She's got the all clear, so she's in remission. Uh, she still gets fairly regular checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did go through it. It was pretty bloody awful. Um, it, it, it's the bit, the thing is, everyone goes, oh, you haven't got cancer anymore. And it's like, no, no, it takes you a good couple of years just to get over the fact that you had cancer and, you know, everyone else around. I don't yeah. think, you know, I think we did an amazing job of insulating my children to it. Yeah. I don't think they realise. Wow. I don't think they know. Mm. Um, but uh, and she went through chemo, radio, chemo, radio, extensive surgery. This is uh, what uh, breast cancer. Yeah. Right. Wow. And then she had like her ovaries, everything out after that because she it, it then turned out she had the gene. Uh, yeah, it's pretty full on. Right. Um, but yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we did it. It was really weird though, because I didn't. Funnily enough, in that time, the strangest thing about it was that I didn't get particularly. I thought I would really, really take a dive. You know, my mental health would just collapse. I drank a lot, hmm. uh, and I, you know, but it's a coping mechanism, isn't yeah. it? But in that time, I can't say I hit rock, but I didn't get really depressed because you're in that fight 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 right we've got to keep it going got to protect the kids you know get his hospital like let's get it moving along and like it was a good like the whole thing like just treatment was, was getting on for a couple of years really but then once she kind of had the all clear i just went i just can't i just 
my, I just fell through the floor. Mm. Yeah, I just went, yeah, just lost my shit, really. But like afterwards, because you're holding everything up, aren't you? Like, mm. up, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And it was like, and then what you're holding up just makes you collapse. Mm. And it was, I mean, in fairness, um, many ways, it's probably two years, yeah, so probably about a year and a half to two years after, I had my clap, like my major kind of downfall last summer. And I still think there was residual from everything that happened with the cancer, really. Mm. You know, it's like, it's the long term. Yeah, it's huge. It fucks you right up. It fucks everyone up. Um, yeah, so like it fucked my wife up and like she, she's only just kind of getting to the point where she's not thinking about it constantly. Mm. Fucks me up. Um, and then we've, I've talked about this, but it it just makes me feel like I'm going, I had it the worst. <laughs> but in that time, uh, a month later, her, uh, her mum got diagnosed um, with uh, terminal cancer. She had chemotherapy and extensive surgery, and they basically removed it all. Yeah. So she didn't die, but we thought she was going to die. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, about six months after her mum kind of got for her, her dad died, he had Parkinson's. Right. And it was like, everything, everything was so awful. We, we, we would just sit there going like, just laughing, like maniacs. Because it's like, it's just so fucking awful. And like, it was like, it just can't be any worse. You know, like, it was like, what's next? What could possibly be worse? Oh, Jude's got autism. <laughs> you know, like, that, that was in that time when we found out that, it, you know, it was like, he, he started, um, he started uh, reception. And he started going crazy, smashing things up, being the most loveliest of cherubs, and he really is. Mm. Uh, and it was during that time, it was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what else? What else? Didn't you have a couple of mates as well, or a friend of yours that um, was ill as well at the same time? Oh, yeah. No, that was that was a little bit later. Yeah, one of my good friends got uh, esophagus cancer, Chris, and like... Uh, that was just like another thing, really. But like at that point, it was fucking awful. And then my work started being wankers as well. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, sometimes you're in the zone, aren't you? It's like it comes, bad things come like buses. Yeah. But it's funny, though, because you go through a big pile of shit like that, and then you go, once you, you do come through the other side, you know, like we were talking about it, you do come through the other side. Mm, yeah. You f- like life, life, you look out the window and no one else... It's going through your shit. Life carries on whether you're there or not. You know, absolutely, it moves yeah. on, and it's like you do move on. It does pass. Mm-hmm. Life does, like now, it's like it. I mean, things do get better. They, they really because do. again, things are in balance. When you're really, really down, like when I'm really down, I know I kind of look forward. You to know, the it's going to be better back. in a bit. Mm. You know, like exactly. It's it, going to. You know, I just think, well, I'm in balance. Like I'm yeah. feeling shit, but. That's fine. Yeah. Like it's, I'm gonna feel, be feeling great soon. And like, I'm mu- and I I'm much more in that way of thinking now. And that has been one of the things that's really helped me. Mm. It is much more. Oh, I feel like shit now, but I don't mean I'm gonna feel shit in a week's time. You know. Yeah. I just don't go. Oh, it's you know. It's like I think shit because when my wife was here, it was like, well, I deserve all this, didn't I? Now, well, of course, it's, of course, it's happened. I had a glimpse of happiness, mm. and now it's like, of course, it's happened because I'm a piece of shit. My granddad told me when I was like, <laughs> when I was like, free course. And that's what happens. 
So like everything around you just confirms all those things that you're vulnerable and mm. all those insecurities. But now, like I know, I know that's bollocks. It took a long time, though. <laughs> but like, I kind of know it now. And that's kind of what I want to say to anyone listening, really, is that like I've been through the shit. Brad's going through the shit. Eddie's been through the shit. But it does fucking pass. Absolutely. It, it Absolutely. really does. I'm no, testament I, yeah. to it. You know, God, it gets man, better. I, if I had gone through with, I was going to copy uh, Richie Edwards, I was going to drive my car and put it in the same spot that he parked it in. I, 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 I thought you were a fan. Wow. I was going to jump off, uh, off the Seven Bridge. Well. And um, if I'd gone through with that, I just would have missed. There's so much I would have missed I out know. on. Like, you know, I would have missed out on, you know, oh gosh, you know, my son, Tone, uh, being old enough to travel around the world wow, and get his yeah. first job. And I would have missed, I would have missed Virgin. You know, I would have missed my, I've never been happier in a job. Brilliant. I'm in a fantastic relationship. Uh, I'm, you know, things are really happy at home. I'm, I've never been happier in a job. I'm working with just a bunch of absolutely lovely people. The first organization I've ever worked at that is entirely lovely. Not one single asshole in there. So good. And, and uh, I would have missed out on all of that, you know, know. and, and uh, God, I'm, I'm going to end up, I'm going to start a festival with Wim Hof. I would have missed, I would have missed out meeting Wim and yeah. doing all of that. And, and um, it's so much. There's, there's when you're down, like, like there's, there is so much that hasn't happened to you yet. And you don't know because you're in a hole. You can't see the horizon. But there is such great shit on that horizon. You just got to get there. And the only thing that's going to get you there is time. Yeah. And don't don't think too far ahead. Don't think like, oh, well, I wanted to, like, but I think me and Brad are both like, oh, we wanted to be rock stars. And like, <laughs> it's for so long, it's been like, oh, fuck, oh. It, it was the dream be a rock star it was a dream to be an artist as well and it's like ah, oh, it didn't happen and there was one day I'm fucking pushing trolleys in Costco you know um, but if you think right far ahead this it all becomes so unattainable and so mm. unreal just think right next week what can I do next week what am I going to do tomorrow yeah, and like stop thinking I, I do think sometimes thinking too far ahead makes things seem so impossible and so unattainable Chris I'm gonna. I'm, Nick. Gonna, I'm gonna, Sorry, Nick. Oh, sorry. Second time. Yeah, that's sorry, we're Nick. Yeah. About Chris. Hey, that's an ADHD. <laughs> yeah. That's an ADHD. Thing. That's all right. Um, Nick, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull you up uh, and say that um, that uh, ha- having a dream to be an artist. It's it's not a dream. You are an artist. You're a really really good artist. There are people out there who are who say that they're artists and they make their living as artists who aren't as good as you. So. It's not a dream. You are an artist. So next time somebody says, what do you do? I want you to say, I'm an artist. Okay. Amazing. And, and I, I, I also, I make money as a, I'm not, I'm not, you know, That's making money as an artist right now, but I'm, I'm a prison officer <laughs> and stuff. But, but I, I, what I actually am is an artist. It's funny. Cause I, uh, whenever anyone asks me, what do you do in my head? I'm a guitar player. Yeah, <laughs> exactly you know, like it is, it's like, yeah. You know, what do you think about like whenever I'm not thinking, like that's you know when um, try not to think about bad things. I think about guitars. Yeah, first thing I say is yeah, I do podcast and I also do this other thing at work. Or yeah, yeah, but it's true. I suppose this the idea is that you kind of uh, 
you elevate yourself to something that something not necessarily what you feel you're doing because you have to. Mm-hmm. You, it's, it, it's it's like that not feeding yourself shit. Yeah. Like if you, if you feed yourself shit, like oh, I have to do this to earn the money. If you think, well, actually, yeah, I'm an artist, mm. but you're elevating yourself very slightly, like um, inside. There's still a direction well, to be going. Yeah, then. but it's the truth. You are. I've seen your work. It's mm. amazing. So you absolutely are. It's not a dream. You know how how you monetize that now, yeah. or how you go forward with it is a, is another is another story. But it's an existential thing. Yeah, it is. You are an artist, and they say artists are the new rock stars. So therefore, uh, ergo, you are a rock right. star. Dream fulfilled. So you are a rock jobs star. Are, like you. Jobs yeah. are good. You've done Shall the we rock end there? star as well, haven't you? <laughs> I like You've been that. a rock star. Uh, well, hardly. I you know I I we losers can't really get arrested. We we do great. We have our music used by a lot of really cool teleprograms like Game of Thrones and the Black. Oh, did you really? Crazy. Yeah, we we've done we punched we punch way above our weight. So we like do gigs. Okay, we used to, but we don't anymore um, because the, the rest of the band live in Berlin. It's 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 complicated, but uh, but we've we've been used by Game of Thrones a couple of times and really Walking really Dead, Blacklist, uh, Rain, Bones, Chuck, uh, CSI. Wow. Um, so for those who don't know, we are just talking about. Like, at least two of the biggest TV programs. When we were on CSI, <laughs> it was the biggest TV program in the world. And wow. when we were on Game of Thrones, it was the biggest TV program in the world. Incredible. I think it still is. Did you get so to meet cool. the drummer from Coldplay? He was on it, wasn't he? he uh, at, oh, uh, I he didn't know that, yeah, but yeah, I have met was, him because. Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. No, I didn't. Because Coldplay came round to my house and played Yellow with baby instruments. What, wow. Here? No, my oh. first flat that I ever owned uh, off Portobello Road. Next I don't care place. what anyone says. I like Coldplay. I was listening to Radio oh, 2 lovely, on the yeah. way home today and uh, someone picked their golden oldies. It was Steve Wright. I used to love Steve Wright when I was younger. And someone picked their golden oldies, right? One was Since You've Been Gone. The next <laughs> one was uh, Scientist by Coldplay and then High and Dry by uh, Radiohead. Radiohead. Yeah. Right, another one of my favourite all-time bands. I'm like, that's not a fucking oldie. <laughs> How dare they <laughs> say that's no, an oldie? It is now. Yeah. It is but now. I suppose that's, it is. That's 25, 30 years old, 25 wow. years old or something. But I, but, um, but, uh, so the, the boys, it was Guy, uh, Johnny and uh, Chris came to my flat because Will, Will is the drummer, right? Um, his mum had just died, and so he was uh, dealing with that, and he didn't come. But I did Coldplay's first ever TV interview. Oh, did and you? It was ah. in my it was in my flat, and Yellow hadn't come out yet, so they weren't famous. They just yeah. had Shiver when they were kind of a Jeff yeah, the Buckley Blue Room EP. Band, or band almost. The Blue Room EP, I remember really liking that because I was well into Verve, and yeah. that was a bit Vervey. Yeah, a yeah, bit. it was a bit shoegazy, wasn't it? Yeah, a little and I bit. really like. Yeah, they were like. They still yeah, they didn't realise what they were, yeah. Then, but yeah, they were amazing. I still haven't. I've got that. I need to put it out. I need to find somebody. I used to watch you on TV. That was the thing. Like, we oh, up for it on MTV. They were like, uh, oh yeah, oh, Brad's going to have got Eddie Tim Morris, and I, like, I used to watch him on the telly. <laughs> like when people used to watch MTV. Like, that, yeah, like, when MTV had music like, on it. Yeah, it was like How'd you yeah, feel music about it? shows. It well, it. I mean, I haven't seen it since then, but I hear that it just doesn't have any music no, on it anymore. It's no, just, it it's just the M stands for mediocre uh, reality shows. Yeah, yeah, rubbish TV. It's so sad. I did use that a bit of uh, Geordie Shaw. I don't know why. I just think like it's music television. There should be music on it. I like MTV too, but they just play like uh, um, you know, like 
nineties uh, skate punk. Yeah, green. Oh right, just yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like some forty one. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Some there's some tunes in there. There's yeah. some tunes in there, but overall, it's like butter clenchingly American and yeah. and that kind of that of the music that is of a time. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap up because well, we've, we've just gone... Just done a two-hour podcast. It's <laughs> our first... Wow, so, that felt like about an hour. Yeah. Because um, I'm just thinking that, yeah, we've got to get home yet and well, then go yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie, yeah, well, thank you so much. Like, it's been incredible. It has. It's like, been, this has been the best evening. Well, thank many, you. It's many, been lovely, it's been lovely connecting years, with you boys. And I'm, I'm so glad that you do this podcast and I'm really happy to help. And I hope that this helps someone i hope that you know that this will reach somebody it will inevitably yeah. reach somebody who is struggling by the very nature of the podcast itself and 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 i and i think it'll you know what you what you do really really helps and so i thank you hand on heart you know as a as a mental health advocate and as a as a you know uh, a member of calm and of, of this new my black dog thing i from the bottom of my heart i think what you're doing is amazing thank you that's why i've got a black dog well, I only, wear, I only like, like, I only wear black. Like, you just go with black. <laughs> and you only draw in black. And we don't, then we don't deviate from things. <laughs> then you know, you fucking hell, you think ADHD. The <laughs> more you said, well, you should never have said that. Now, like, that's all I can think about. But yeah, you're our first kind of a, a known guest. We have had a few guests, but mostly we've just been kind of getting people who've got like a story yeah 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 you yeah. know like um we're all human beings yeah Nobody's, but essentially yes you know. we are well well gentlemen it was lovely to meet yeah, you thank and, you uh, very 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 much thank and you. i hope that's the beginning of uh something beautiful definitely thanks eddie cheers boys cheers What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.